Hello, my beautiful light beings. Welcome back to the Wild Woman Motherhood Podcast, where we explore the wild world of parenting, relationships, and self-healing, consciously navigating the triggers and traumas of our life to create a more aligned tomorrow. Hello, and welcome back to Wild Woman Motherhood. Jess here, and I am so grateful to have you back. Um, today's episode is going to be a quick one uh, because I wanted to touch on a subject that seems to come up often, and it's something I have dealt with personally, and I feel is really at the core of, I would say, the majority of like nutrition issues, health issues when it comes to nutrition and food. And that is emotional eating. So we understand addictions um, and what an addiction is. However, in general, when we hear addiction, we usually think of like alcohol or hard drugs. Um, That seems to be, and I know that's kind of where my mind has been conditioned. (laughs) This is part of this societal conditioning. It conditions you to take a very direct focus. When you hear addiction, you think of like a heroin addict or something very serious like that, like completely non-functioning in society to a point like they're on the street and homeless, uh, you know, that type of image tends to come in our heads. But in reality, I would say 99% of the population has some sort of addictive behavior in their life because addiction is, is really the way I would uh, describe addiction is simply a behavior that you do in order to comfort yourself in a trauma response situation. So what does that mean? Like if you're, a person who dealt with some serious abuse as a child and you grow up, you've suppressed all of those emotions. You never dealt with any of it and you grow up very energetically suppressed and, and you feel dismissed, neglected, maybe parents ignored all of your um, issues. You grow up without any safe and conscious outlet and coping mechanism for the heavy emotions that you still carry from that situation. Um, Because the true root of addiction is unresolved traumas. It's not just the experience of a trauma and a wound because we all have experienced traumas and wounds in our life. Every single one of us have had some sort of situation that has really emotionally injured us. But when it goes completely unresolved, you're fragmenting an aspect of yourself and suppressing it in order to cope and move forward. Because you have no, you have no other mechanism of dealing with the situation. You weren't given the right tools. So as you get older, you seek ways of comforting yourself when you get triggered. And I hate using the word trigger because it's used so often in society, but For me, a trigger, we can just say a wound. If you are 
if a wound is brought up in a situation and you oftentimes it's emotional suppression where you weren't allowed to emotionally express yourself in regards to the to the wound that you experienced so you go into a space of wanting to emotionally numb in whatever capacity that can be even exercising can be a, an addiction a, a way of like dealing with a stressful situation you go and exercise um, sex is one of them eating is one of them um, obviously any type of substance your alcohol and drugs of of any sorts um, so there's so many different ways that addictions can show up in your life and we often get so focused on like the obvious things like alcohol and drugs that we don't even realize so many daily actions <laughs> that are really an act of addictive behavior. And I have, I think I've did a podcast about dealing with that myself, realizing some of the eating habits that I've had that have held me back simply because it's just like that, not even just a habit. Usually we call it like a habit, like a bad habit. Usually it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's this behavior that you can't even control. That's probably the best way to, to describe it. Um, so like going into fast food restaurants <laughs> is, is a big, is a big addiction because you get so used to the satisfaction of this like junk food and you feel like it makes you feel better. And there's often that feeling with a lot of eating and not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But we do have to be aware of what's driving us to eat certain foods and why. So like many women on their cycles will reach for certain types of food. Is there a hormonal aspect? Yes. And that relates to the endocrine, endocrine system. And there are actually ways of detoxing and healing the body so that you don't display those behaviors anymore. So what's that, what, those, that, what that's telling us is that you are having an imbalanced endocrine system. Because I can say from personal experience, I had never really dealt with a lot of PMS symptoms, except in college, when I was really not taking care of myself, drinking a lot, eating horribly, and then my cycles were much more uncomfortable. But we're not supposed to have uncomfortable cycles and want to lay in bed and eat junk food all day. That's not normal. Um, and this is kind of an early sign of that something that can lead into fertility issues um, from an imbalanced endocrine system. And this can also be brought on by certain birth controls that really mess with our endocrine system and do a good amount of damage to the body. Uh, and that's another topic I'm going to take on because I'm going to start focusing on, I'm going to define a coaching program around healing the body for pregnancy and focusing on like fertility issues and cleaning out your body to have the healthiest pregnancy, because that's, what's going to be the core aspect of liberating your birth process. And when you are healthy, your baby will be healthy. So that limits any of like the health issues and interventions that a doctor will tell you is necessary. So that's going to be something I 
create and going to talk about next week. But let's touch on, finish with this emotional eating aspect. I have found over, like I, I've done personal training and I've been health coaching for quite a while. I haven't done it actively um, like for years because I'd been a stay-at-home mom. But before that, I was working as a personal trainer and coaching and I'm a yoga instructor and all that. So I've observed people's nutritional behaviors for quite a while. And one of the first things I notice when someone tries to do like a, a, a eating schedule or, you know, like restricting certain foods or, you know, trying to really restrict their eating, their, their diet. One of the first things I notice is they get this huge craving for a certain type of food in an emotional situation and they can't even control themselves and they like binge eat. So that's where binge eating comes from because you're trying to kind of like control these addictive behaviors and then you can't do it anymore and you completely binge on a whole bunch of junk. But you justify it because you're eating healthy most of the time, right? So it's okay to eat some of this junk. It becomes a very thin line that we're walking when we look at nutrition that way. Do we have to be perfect 100% of the time? course not. Nobody can. That's not sustainable. Not in our current society. It's not. I, I mean, can you be? Yes. If you, if we really kind of disconnect from a lot of the fast food and the restaurants and grow all your own foods and be very sustainable that way. Yeah. You could have a, a near perfect diet in terms of just like really whole food based. It's definitely possible. But with the way we've been raised and conditioned in society, it's, it's really hard to break some of these habits. So what I found, and I, I've, lost, I've lost this over the last couple of years with the stresses I've had, falling back into some of my patterns. But one thing that I noticed when I was doing fully raw for, for regenerative detox is how a lot of those behaviors really dissolved away. These sugar, I have, a, I have a really hard sweet tooth. I go for lots of sugars. Um, and not just, like, not just like sugary stuff, just like candies. For some reason, I, 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 there's some sort of like oral fixation where I, I tend to need something. I need to be sucking on like a candy of some sort. And that's one of the very obvious addictive behaviors I'm noticing now. And that is definitely an aspect of some of the dental issues I've been having. So we see how some of those behaviors start to bleed into other aspects of your life. And you're noticing how damaging this all is. And when we come into regenerative detox, we can really see how to strip the entire body down, clean things out, really start regenerating from the base and you can dissolve all of these addictions. And it's such a powerful process. And, and as women, mothers, future mothers, I feel like this is such an important thing for us to do for our health, for our ongoing health in the future, but for our, the health of our pregnancies, for our empowerment in the birth process, for the health of our baby, because obviously when we're healthy, our baby is going to be growing healthy as well. 
if you're sick, your baby will be growing, will be sick. They're not going to be as strong as they could be if your health was under control. So that's a step that we can begin to take more and more. Preparing yourself for pregnancy can really shift the trajectory of the, the health of our future generations and help get really um, liberated from medical systems as well. Because when we are fully empowered in our health in all ways, we will no longer need the medical system, especially when it comes to the birth process. As mothers, as parents, I feel like that's such a, a place of sovereignty we can lead into. And not necessarily never needing medical system. Emergency situations, we of course are wonderful. And I've used them myself. <laughs> All of my children have had emergency situations this last year. But, you know, that's the, should, for the most part, we want that to be the rare, rare occurrence, right? So I'm going to leave it at that for today. Um, next week, like I said, I'm going to go a little deeper into what I, I plan to create for the pre-pregnancy um, healing protocol. And it's going to be all-encompassing. It's not just nutrition. It's nutrition. It's the energetics of your body, your wounds, your um, chakras. It's the products that you use in your house. It's uh, We'll have a deeper discussion on birth control as well because that's huge when it comes to infertility issues. Um, but yes, in general, holistic living and how the sun and the earth and that energetic exchange can also aid so much in the healing of our bodies because we are frequency beings. Take that from today and remember that we are energy and frequency first. So thank you so much for being here. Love and gratitude.